Hey, hey, everyone. It is Jay yet again with another guest. Guys, I have just been attacking the humans in my DMs that I want to talk to. And today we are so lucky to have Dr. Sarah Woodruff. Guys, I can't even explain to you how we've like come to the, come this far, Sarah, but it's almost our anniversary of knowing each other. Um, but Sarah, I think, first of all, just thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. So Sarah sent me this like random message and basically she found me through, um, she said, I don't want to come up as a weirdo or anything, but, uh, <laughs> She found my house online and then figured out who I was and the thing and the thing and the thing. And then she's like, love your content, very connected to your content. And then she said, after watching some of your content, we actually have even more in common. I'm a professor who studies weight issues, body image and health. Um, your message is spot on. And I'm like, I love when people believe what I believe and you want to talk to me. <laughs> Yes, we have uh, a lot in common. <laughs> we definitely do. Um, so guys, we're just going to talk and we're going to learn more about um, Sarah and what she does. And like always, it's just a conversation. We're just like two people that don't really know each other, but kind of um, appreciate each other on the internet or outside of the internet. So let's all welcome Dr. Sarah Woodruff, everyone. Boop, 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 boop. Thank you so much. One of the things I think is great is, and, and, you know, again, we have a lot of common interests, but I'm the researcher. I don't work with people. I, I study them sort of in, in, well, not a lab, but in the real world, but, but I don't really, you know, get out there and work with them. Whereas you take some of the stuff that we're doing and put it into practice. And so, you know, it, you, you're the practical side of things, whereas I'm more the evidence side of things, giving you that, that knowledge or giving you that information. So I think it's really neat that we've connected. We like, I, I agree. Like when you said that and you were like everything that I research, your, you know, your message is spot on and what you're trying to, the change you're trying to create goes with the research. And obviously I love it. I love when, again, I love when people see and recognize what I do and that it's beyond just me, you know, I'm beyond a weight loss program. I'm beyond making people thinner. I'm really trying to make, create that difference in people's lives and how they show up and, um, bring knowledge to the, to the mix here. Yeah. Well, I think it's, I think it's really just sort of, you know, again, interesting when I, when I came across you and, and your weight loss, it was really something different than I've seen in the past. So as compared to the other programs or the other, you know, people out there, um, you know, trying to get people to sign into their, their programs and do this, follow me, I'll tell you, I'll give you the meal plan, I'll, I'll give you the exercise program and whatnot. But I think it's really, you, you, your program is very unique in that, you know, sure, there's weight loss probably involved, but it's more the, I want women to feel good about themselves. I want people to have self-esteem, wear whatever they want, do whatever they want, um, go, go in the bathing suit on the yeah. beach with your children and not you know, See, all covered up and stuff like that. So I think that that part, when you start to make people feel better about themselves, they intuitively start to maybe start taking care of better care of themselves at one note. Thank you so much for also just recognizing that we are different because I think that everyone wants to claim that they are like, Oh, but I'm different or what I sell is different or what I do is different. And I'm like, no, but like, it really is. And like, it's, it's hard sometimes. Um, but I think the easiest uh, way to be able to explain how different it is, is in terms that society understands. And it's saying, listen, I've helped 
thousands of women lose weight without ever telling them what to eat, without ever telling them what to do for exercise, that like right there, that needs to be like, that's different, you know, because don't count calories. So like, it's like, but how? And I'm like, there we go. So my how is different, 1 million percent. Um, and I and I truly believe that if women, the, the whole point of what I do is to give women back their power that the weight loss diet industry has taken away from women. That like, it's like, this is what, you know, if you want to lose weight, which women are allowed to want weight loss. Don't you agree? Like women are allowed to want that for themselves. So. And it's almost like we've gone from people telling you, like, so the diet industry, uh, call, our culture, whatever, um, has been like, well, if you want that, this is what it needs to look like. This is what it needs to feel like. This is what, whatever. So then we have all of that pressure. And then we and went- have no control. You have no control because you're being told what to do. Every single decision is taken away from you. So exactly. then your life doesn't actually look like your life. Yeah. Or you're not living what you want to be doing is- you know what? I got to go home and make my own uh, Tupperware dinner tonight and <laughs> because I'm supposed to eat this and, and whatnot. And then, you know, your rest of your family or everyone else is getting to eat that, or I have to go do this and not have family time. Um, you know, it's a, it, it, like I said, it's a completely different approach. Than- and so, so we went from that to, well, you know what, if you don't want to lose this weight this way, there's nothing else for you. So then we went from like that to like, well, just accept that this is it. And you don't need to lose weight. You don't need to be thin. And I agree with all these things. But what if you want to like in my mind, I'm like, what if the the women feel and I truly believe that if we don't get our power back, unrelated to weight loss, unrelated to what you look like, unrelated to what you weigh, if we don't as women get louder, get a little bit more vocal on like, well, I want this, but where can I like go for resources and and get help and whatever, we're never going to be able to even see that this is possible because we just feel almost like, it's almost like once you hit 30 or 25, I don't know what the age is, but like, it's like as women, um, we're kind of dictated by society and culture, what we should be prioritizing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like you should be, you, so who cares about what you look like or what you weigh? You're a mom now. Who cares what you want? You have to make supper for your family. This is the societal uh, task that has sure. been given to you. Um, it's like, and so when I get young patients, so patients, I don't have patients, clients, members. I don't know why I said that. Um, I'm like, oh my God, I get to save you before <laughs> all the societal bullshit that's coming to you. So that you can start already being vocal and prioritizing yourself and and really having a different outlook on the female pressures and female responsibilities before you become a mom, a wife, and a 30-year-old that apparently you have to do all the things because you have a vagina. (laughs) You know what I mean? And a lot of my research actually deals with children simply because, uh, you know, when when you start to deal with this as, as adult clients we're so set in our ways. We, we eat the way that we eat likely because our mother taught us how to eat that way. We believe what we believe for a long time. So it's very ingrained. Yeah. It's, you know, it's so hard to change those behaviors as adults that we work a lot with children and, and we study children to sort of, you know, get them to understand the importance of, you know, taking care of themselves. And that goes from everything like 
you know, being able to say no to when something makes you feel uncomfortable to, you know, here, here's some fruits and vegetables, you know, we expose them to that. We have um, some, you know, we want people to enjoy physical activity. I don't know what it was like with you, but um, my, a lot of people have animosity towards uh, their phys ed class and what that used to feel like. And so, you know, going away from, you have to use push-ups and sit-ups and do all these things that nobody likes to do. Or if you're not athletic, you know, throwing a ball through a hoop, what does that prove to anybody? <laughs> Whereas, hey, let's go for a walk. Let's go. Let's, you know, what do you like to do? Or let's find something you enjoy rather than forcing something on somebody. I feel, don't you find that as, yeah, like, I'm just thinking about this right now, because I've never really thought of it or had a moment to think about that. But like, I'm like, just even playing at the park, it's like for kids moving their bodies when they're young is sports and not everyone is into sports. Right. Like not everyone is like, this is a sport that I enjoy, but we could definitely still, and like move our bodies more, be outside more, more like less of just sitting. Yeah, absolutely. And, and adults as well. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> okay, tell us a little bit more about like what you study. Tell us more about your studies. I love it. Research. <laughs> so I, I started I started my research program about 20, 20 years ago. And, and it was when the obesity epidemic became this massive, huge thing that was talked about in the media and whatnot. Um, and so we started looking at like, a lot of my work at the very beginning was about this how do we how do we learn how to eat how do we learn how to be active how do we learn as kids um and so i started looking at like the socialization of eating and so again if if you know in my case my, my mother my grandmother taught me how to cook how to eat the the foods that were appropriate we have in our society we have breakfast foods lunch foods dinner foods right? If you travel, if you go anywhere else, they just have food. And so it's the same. My people. It's the same types of food at every meal. But we, you know, as a society, North American society, we've been told this is appropriate to eat then, then, then. Well, again, what if you don't like that type of food? What if you don't want that type of food? Um, maybe I like the cold pizza for breakfast, <laughs> you know, that that's from last night, because it was so good. I want to have another piece. Um, and so we started looking at, I guess, you know, where people eat, how people eat. Um, in today's society, we also um, eat a lot on the run. And so, you know, we don't, it's not to say you have to sit down and, you know, zen yourself before you eat or anything like that. But we're in such a rush society that, People are now grabbing things, eating them in the car, shoving them. Not in noticing, not being present, mindful. Yeah. And just taking stock of, hey, you, you know what? I, I'm really enjoying this meal or this tastes really good. Or it's just piling it in because I got to run from picking up my kids to my next meeting kind of thing. And um, and so we started, you know, looking at those types of, of, of how people eat, not just what they're eating. And in fact, at the very beginning, I didn't care what anybody was eating. It was just, how do you eat? How do you think about food? How, you know, is it something that you sit down or is it something that you eat on the run? Um, we talked a lot, or we used to look at uh, family meals and so that sort of whether or not you're eating, like, is a family meal different if you eat it at home versus a restaurant? 
Um, or is that still the same? Or, you know, if you eat breakfast together, is that still the same as eating dinner together? Um, what happens if your, your parents work shift work and they're not home during meals and you all of a sudden completely lose everything just simply because you're not having a family meal or that, that presence of an adult. Um, and so we started, we started looking at that and, and, you know, that, that grew quite a bit, um, and then, and then, you know, a couple of years past, you start to realize that maybe obesity isn't the evil that we thought it was. Um, and if you actually, so the, I started delving a little bit more into, you know, the body image, the body confidence, why are people gaining weight? What, what, what is it? And, and oftentimes they're, they're either not happy with something in their life they don't feel they don't feel in control of something and so therefore you know you're using food as comfort um you know uh type thing and so we started looking at at that aspect and then even moving uh, quite a bit actually into the more disordered eating um and as a society you know uh, we have a lot of disordered eating <laughs> um and again, I think that leads to either weight gain, possibly weight loss. And, um, you know, 20 years later, I think back and I think now it's just about being happy in your weight, being healthy in your weight. And I think, you know, I, I've, I've done a one, 180 in my, in my whole research program, thinking there was such evil with this and such evil with this, and we need to fix everything. Whereas now I want to fix people and the way that they think about themselves uh, and let's give them the confidence to do things. And I truly believe that is what would fix um, uh, 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 society's uh, health is if we all worked on our own personal happiness journey, feeling control. Yes. Being able to, to, to make the decisions for ourselves. I mean, when I can make my own decisions, I feel much better than when somebody says you need to do this, this, that, and the other. Um, and so having that, that control over what I want to do, how I want to live my life, um, and having the confidence to do it and not think, Oh, someone's going to look at me funny because I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this or I'm eating that cold piece of pizza for breakfast and, uh, or I'm hiding it because I think I shouldn't be eating it. Um, yeah. yeah. I find that the, um, if we were to all work on, and it's, that's the thing, right? We're trying to get, so speaking of society and obesity and where we're going, I don't think that attacking what we eat or how we move our bodies is what's going to fix um, the fact that we are dealing with a, a high percentage of obesity. The high percentage of obesity is like that. Let's put that aside for a second and think, why is that what's happening? Like what, or why is that that we're eating? And and obesity is overconsumption of I'm eating things that I am not, that I don't need right now. And why am I choosing food as my way to deal, as you said, and instead of uh, talking, communicating, advocating, uh, going for a walk breathing, um, coaches, like just like other things than just, I'm going to sit there and eat food that really, that, and food again, food, not food is more than fuel. Food is love. Food is tradition. Food is connections. Like I, I get all that. And of course I, I believe in that, but however, if we were to, I truly believe that if we worked more on the person that we are, right. how we show up, 
who we want to be, how we want to feel. I think naturally, and let me know your thoughts. I think naturally our society would, would be going healthier, whatever healthier means is healthier. Uh, I, I totally agree. I think it's just, you know, we, we've gotten into such a, like I said, a rush society. We're worried about what other people think. Um, I mean, we've even done studies on social media about the types of foods that are advertised. And so, um, you know, and, and especially with social media and, and, you know, it's everyone's highlight reel and everybody everybody starts comparing themselves to other people. And that, so now it's not just in real life, it's in this, you know, online type of environment. Um, but it's even how that, how all of that makes us feel. And when we don't feel good about ourselves, we don't take care of ourselves. And so, um, you know, I want women to have, I want to empower women uh, to, to be able to make those choices, feel good about themselves, feel good about them in their body. I don't want people to go to the beach and then have to hide under a towel because they're not comfortable in a bathing suit. Uh, I mean, in all honesty, nobody's looking at you. So no one cares. <laughs> no one cares except you. Exactly. And the reason why this plays a role in our issue of, of uh, just our, our, of losing weight, gaining weight, whatever, is because the minute that the guilt and the lack of happiness, the lack of happiness within our society, uh, we're chasing in the wrong things uh, to be happy. I truly believe that someone that is like literally like the real kind, the real happiness, that's someone that prioritizes themselves. Like someone that is truly happy, you know, that wakes up and is like, not hard being me is someone that prioritizes their environment is friendly to them um their friends their friends their who they spend their time with what they look at on social media uh, even their physical environment how it's set up is very friendly to for them to feel successful to feel like it's easy for me to show up in my environment because it's all set up for me i think that leads to again less less shame, less guilt, less whatever, because I prioritize me. I'm like, I am a human being. And I find that we forget that sometimes. And it's like, I'm prioritizing more what society wants from me rather than what I actually want, you know, or I'm prioritizing more what my kids want, what my husband wants, what society expects of me. And that's why I'm like, Oh, can I save you before you get into that? No, because that's, that's a lot to get out of that societal pressure um, is, or just, you don't have to do status quo. Like you don't have to do what, what society expects you to do. You don't need to do that. You know? And I think if we just like, what, it's like me not feeding my husband. Sarah, it's like I am this alien on earth. Okay. They're like, what does he eat? I'm like, food, everyone. He is an adult. Like, how is this? How is this like, but you don't like make supper for him? How, how are, how? I'm like, yes. And again, the shame that that gets put on you then because. I'm you're the woman uh, needing to society tells you that you're the food preparer and (laughs) you know you need to do that kind of thing just like I didn't take on that role Sarah and you know my mom was the food preparer at my home she was a stay-at-home mom my dad was the entrepreneur and so it's kind of interesting to me that I'm like but yeah but it's not 1989 and I am not the food preparer because I'm also a worker and an entrepreneur like I'm also a person that has a job so according to me, like, I think it's time to shift like societal um, responsibilities. There are some very man things like he takes out the garbage. Good for him. Um, <laughs> but there are things that I'm like, 
I, I don't want to do that. Whereas Jeff could be like, I don't want to do that. I'm like, that good for telling me perfect. Can we hire <laughs> someone? Yeah, <laughs> just like some men don't cut the lawn, mow the lawn. They're like, I'm too busy. I, that's a task. My, my brother does nothing, <laughs> hires everyone to do everything. <laughs> Very fortunate then. Exactly. That's a privilege for sure. But I'm like, right. you know what? Like I mow the lawn here because I like it. Actually, it's a fun way to move my body. Right. It's a fun way to be outside. I'm like, oh, that's easy. It takes 17 minutes. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's like this thing that I don't mind doing, you know? Um, but anyways, I just find that it's it's time for us to shift that. Okay. I want to make sure that I talk about what your research you think that you would like to say that is the most like interesting or that you think my listeners that are women our age that uh they need to hear this they need to hear the research from yeah like, you know what i mean that you're like oh this is a fun part of my research whether it's even for kids because a lot of people that are listening are moms so maybe actually you know what? let's talk about that what i, I think moms could hear right now i think that one we need to stop being concerned with other people's bodies don't mm-hmm. comment on them um you know if 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 somebody's lost a lot of weight, you know, don't want to say, Hey, you look great. Cause actually we know that if you say you look great after losing a whole bunch of weight, then somebody internalizes it with, man, I lost, I used to, you know, look pretty, pretty bad before you, <laughs> before you'd say that um, you have no idea what people are going through. Um, and that's, you know, I, I went through an illness at one point where I lost 25 pounds um, due to illness and I had more people comment on my weight and I sat there going, well, I, I don't want to just say, well, I, the reason is, is because I'm sick. And then all of a sudden scare the person off. Um, so you have no idea why either people are losing or gaining weight. And besides, it's none of my, my business about your body. I, I want you to be able to take care of your body. And, and that even goes with children. I mean, sometimes uh, a lot of our research shows the, you know, the family teasing of somebody's bodies. Um, you know, if they, I, I came home from university and I got a, a you know, teased by, by my brother thinking, oh, you've gained, you know, the frosh 15 kind of thing. And I've never forgotten that. Right. Because it's just something like, why? Sure, I've had fun. <laughs> yeah, cool. I had fun. This is great, great, great times. Um but and and you know children commenting on on their children's body or are you sure you need that extra you know didn't you already have dessert or didn't you already have one piece of this or you know forcing their children to eat certain foods when it's they don't like them <laughs> right I am you know? a big advocate for that maybe to next level but I'm like uh, it's hard because you, you're trying to do this which is this this new way to show up and this new way to speak and to and then it's like you're still in society Sarah where 95% of the people are still commenting on like even just Dia they'll be like oh she's really like thin and tall and I'm like like they're I mean, like, to be nice because that's apparently good. You know what I mean? They're like, but I'm like, just say nothing. Just nothing about how she looks. <laughs> and and my, my niece is very, uh, same thing, very thin, very tall. And my mom, oh, you know, you're so skinny, so skinny. And, and my little niece sits there and goes, don't call me skinny. <laughs> as if it's just as an insult as to say, you know, at yeah. the other end of the weight spectrum. Yeah. So I just say to mom, it's not, just, just stop commenting. Like, yeah. Oh, nothing wow. say nothing like, you know why not ask them how you know what their favorite thing is in their life right now or if you're trying to connect with them ask them something about them rather than 
oh my yeah. goodness you're yeah. so skinny since yeah. the last time I saw you or something like that yeah. so one I think and that goes with you know children adults your body is your is your responsibility and um you know I think we can lift up each other in in many different ways yeah and, and again um you know that great thing that they did or that accomplishment that happened or hey you must be really proud of your child who just did this or yeah. um that builds up women more so than oh wow you look really great you must have lost <laughs> this much weight and I, I again if that's your goal good on you that you know you're allowed, okay. to have, you're allowed to have that goal um but and I will support you as your friend or as your, you know I can support you along the way but I'm going to support you in a different way than saying you know how's that scale today <laughs> or, oh, you know what's that number yes. Like it right. really is important. You guys, if you have someone in your life that is trying to lose weight, do not ask them if they lost weight this week. Like it really, like, I know for sure that happens within our members, Sarah, they're like, Oh my God, my friend's like, how's it going? And I'm like, you're working on other things. Like, it's not just about, and how's it going for them is how's the scale going down. And right. then they have a comment about how fast it's going or not fast. And I'm like, why is there a speed? Ah, like there no speed, no speed attached to your thing. Do not label your journey with a speed. You're going nowhere. We're, we're literally just showing up as who we want to be. Weight loss can be a byproduct of how you're showing up um, and what you're prioritizing. Excellent. And I just did a, a, a story about that. I'm like, two people can have, lo have lost 50 pounds each, but their results are different. You know, there's, it's deeper, just like two people could have gained, like I gained weight lately. The result of that was a five pound gain, but also freedom, more vacation, more like there's a lot that came with my five pound gain, you guys. Like, so right. for me, it's, it goes deeper than that. Like more freedom around food, more freedom around my choices, more, less stress came from that less uh worry about uh oh you know am, am i in a calorie deficit am i not like just there's there's also many things that came out of that gain or that loss and that is actually what matters the other things yeah, you can absolutely. lose 50 pounds and all you you're crying and you're so hungry like that also came as a result and that is not a good result you know <laughs> We cannot see weight loss as bad, uh, weight loss as good. It, it, we can't be like, you lost weight, check, successful. That's ridiculous. What else came out of that? And, like, and you, you had lost weight. That can't be successful. What else came of that? A sickness. Right. Like you were sick. So that's not success, you know? Exactly. I mean, if you think about even people like bariatric surgery that go and, and they, you know, sh surgically shrink their stomach, yeah. how many of those fail because they haven't changed anything else? about except the size of their stomach. Um, and so you, you know, you've got, again, you've got to work on all these other things yeah. about why are you eating these foods or why are you not going for a walk? Why are you not yes. taking priority for yourself and taking those 10, 15 minutes for yourself every day? We, I, you know, whether you're a mom, you, you work full time, you're taking care of your aging parents, whatever it is, it, it, you know, it's like the, when you fly, you've got to put on your own face mask before you put on somebody else's, right? If you need to take those, uh, take care of you and what your needs are before, before others. And you know what, you know that I teach spin actually, Sarah has come to a couple of my classes. Um, are you coming today? I'm teaching at lunch. Um, <laughs> 
So, um, but you know, when some classes, when I finish, I say, I am so proud of you, not because of the amount of calories you burnt today, or, you know, that the fact that you like, you know, you might, this might be a part of your weight loss journey, like nothing to do with that. I am proud of you because you prioritized being here. And that is the hard shit. That was the difficult part of being here, being here and burning the calories is just a part of showing up, but showing up doing, making, convincing yourself, you know, some people like literally guys, when I go to spin, I have to put things around that. I have to have my mom, like I had to have my mom drive my daughter today because I have, you know, this, and I'm replacing someone for lunch. Like, it's just, it really is like, you had to really put effort and intention in being here. And you did that. That is why I'm proud of you. That is, you know, a part of it. And, you know, people have asked me like, what do you think about Ozempic and whatever? I'm like, Ozempic and I do not give the same results. Right. Like we are both, we both provide weight loss to society, but we provide other shit. And, I, and, and <laughs> it's, it's, other, it's the, it's very different. The service that we provide is different and the results that we provide are different, just like body, but surgery, bariatric surgery, surgery. And I'm so grateful that uh, I have bariatric surgeons in New Brunswick that say, you need to also join your weight loss after this surgery because oh. they, and that's exactly. like such an honor. You know, yeah. they're yeah. like, and you also need a program. And I, I, and I think that you should, you should do your weight loss. So like they, cause they know that this, that's what we do. We do the other side, you know? Yeah. Um, so I do believe that we need to, as a society, I love what you finished with. I feel like I would just want to finish with that. Is there anything else you want to say, Sarah, other than do not comment on people's bodies and their, your kids' bodies? I think that is such a great message that we've never really talked about on, on the podcast. So just a different plugging in in people's minds, maybe I should just not say anything. When you're spending time with your loved ones, spend time with your loved ones. Don't comment on how they're, they look different from the last time you saw them. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm so happy to see you. Like your brother should have been like, so happy to see you not comment what you look like. I mean, poor, your poor brother, uh, throwing him under the bus, but (laughs) he won't listen to this podcast. I'm sure. But it definitely is a generational thing. Uh, and I'm trying to really like, sometimes my mom be like, did you see, you know? And I'm like, do not say anything about did you see that this person gained weight? You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, definitely not in front of the kids. I am an adult. I can, I can critically think what you're saying. And I can also give you my advice that you shouldn't say that. And yes, I can talk about whatever, but please do not say that in front of Dia so that she thinks it's okay to say, did you see that this person gained weight? You know what I mean? Um, and you know, one time Dia said that to me, she's like, Oh, I hadn't seen that certain lady in a long time. And is she bigger than she was before? And it was like a massive weight gain. Okay. And so she had spent time with her way back. And now this person might've gained a hundred pounds, you know? And she's like, I don't remember looking that way. And I was like, yeah, you know, sometimes life changes and we make different decisions and we feel maybe better making these decisions. Like not saying, I didn't want her to attach gaining weight as like, she's doing the wrong things. She's, you know, she made wrong decisions, just different ones just different ones and weight gain can occur. Um, but, uh, that was the only time she's ever said that to me. And I was like, Oh, she noticed, you know, she noticed. That's that's impressive. You know, uh, to, to not have that generational. Yeah. uh, Yeah, exactly. I was like, Oh, she, she typically doesn't notice. Uh, but it's going to get worse and worse as she gets older because now we're more talking about bodies 
in front mm-hmm. of, they notice just more how we speak. So that's why I'm like really trying, let's not do that in front of her. Um, but she is going to have other people, like I can't control what everyone says around you. No, 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 no. But, uh, but, you but can, it starts at home. You can get her again to feel positive about, you know, and teach her about how her body works. Yeah. That's what, you know, uh, that's, that's what you need to be doing as a mom. I think not- I actually said waking doesn't have to be bad. You know, I just really want you to know that, that like waking can be a response to you living a different type of life and it's exciting and you're really enjoying foods you love and like whatever. So I just like, for me, it was more, I wanted, I want her to have a good relationship with weight gain, weight loss as well. Weight loss can be a, a, a response to you prioritizing yourself, like just yeah, relationships with everything. Yeah. yeah. we're all just trying to do our best and I I mean at the end of the day I see a big difference but it's also like who I surround myself with I see that we're all trying to my friends never comment on what I eat what I look like my weight and 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 so I'm still in shock sometimes by what our members are saying that like their friend said you know and I'm like your friend said that like my friends would never say why are you taking an appetizer you know (laughs) you don't care right Right. Um, so I think, and also let's just add that don't comment on what people eat. Absolutely. It's, it's up to to other people to make choices and, uh, you know, understand that there are different environmental influences that can, can dictate. Um, and, and there's so many, so many variables play into the types of foods that we eat. Um, and it's not just always about hunger. It's not just always about fueling my body. Oh my God. Uh, I always say that. I'm like, food is not just fuel. It's love and celebration and tradition and yeah, it's yummy and it feels good. It's how can we have a good relationship with all of that, which means also prioritizing how we feel like, so as in, if I feel sadness or whatever, I'm going to go and get an abundance of McDonald's, I'm not prioritizing how I feel. And then I feel like shit physically and emotionally for having done that choice, you know? So it's like, and being like, oh, now I understand that I don't feel good when I go in abundance of McDonald's over and over and over. Okay. Like prioritize your feelings, you guys, your emotions and learn how to cope. I know that's like, oof, that's another can of whatever, <laughs> but like, you deserve, I'm like, why are you, we did a podcast on stress. And I was like, I, I, listen, I understand that you can eat things that make you feel um, like puts a bandaid on the stress for a second there, but you also deserve to not feel stressed so much. Right. Like, why right. are you stressed so much? Like that is a problem. Right. You know, like I, I always stress eat my God, why are you always so stressed? Like <laughs> you deserve to figure that out. You know, Absolutely. Um, is it work is it your marriage? Is it, you know, and then actually going to attack that. If you have less stress, you'll stress eat less. Yes. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Yeah. okay, Sarah, this was amazing. Uh, thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for, well, thank, you. thank you for your research. Well, thank you for being out there. And like I said, you're the practitioner. So it's wonderful to see somebody doing something that's, that's, that's more in line with the current research today. And, uh, 
This means yeah. so much to me. You don't even know I could cry. Thank you so much. And also for pointing out that we are different, that we are making a different change in society at your weight loss, that it's like weight loss can be a byproduct of you prioritizing yourself. And that is what we want to give women back. Like you have the power girl, like you can make your own food choices. You don't need to fear food. That does not fearing food does not need to be a part of weight loss at all. And um, just having a better relationship with all foods will lead and yourself will lead to whatever yeah. results you want. Yeah, I just want to make, you know, every woman deserves to have the confidence, the the, the self-esteem, the, the the power to make those choices. They will feel better when they start to, you know, have that, bring back the power to themselves to make your your own decisions. And not just with food and physical activity, but in, every, in everything, right? Yes. Every, everything, every decision you make, you know, should be your own. So um, if we can just make women feel better about themselves and get louder and advocate, advocate for how you feel and what you want. You yeah. are someone that is of high value in your environment. Like you are the most important person and you don't, you're not prioritizing her, right? You think that because you're the most important person, it means you need to prioritize every, everyone else. And it's not like that. You guys, do you feel Sarah, that you prioritize yourself in your life? Absolutely. Absolutely. I do too. And look how fucking happy we are. <laughs> like we're happy people. I can tell, like I've seen like, and so I feel like, because we feel, we feel important. We actually feel like we're important in our own lives. Like I am important. And so that's an amazing feeling to feel important and not just like a, the person that's in charge. Absolutely. I know. I think I, you're, you're spot on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, end there. Thank you so much. Stay after I want to take a picture. We appreciated your time. This was an amazing conversation. Everyone send me a team if you want to talk about it. Um, really appreciate having you here with us, Sarah, and have a great day, everyone. Okay. Bye.